0: Good morning everybody, welcome to the program wherever you're tuned in on the SEN network, of course right here on 1170am in Sydney via the SEN app. It's Monday, November the 20th. What a day to be a sporting nation. What a day to be your sporting station. So this morning we want to celebrate. Let's celebrate. Let's call it best ever, best win that you've seen and perhaps let's confess... Did you see it coming? We'll do all of that this morning. David Warner has tweeted exactly that. He says, well, did you see that happening? We did. Come on, Australia. 0-2 and and written off. And then posted some thumbs up and some great photos of Australia with the trophy this morning. So we are the World Cup champions beating India by six wickets, silencing more than 92,000 fans who were there at the stadium and, of course, a billion cricket crazy indians around the world and stunning cricket yet again this year here's how it finished for australia this morning two for victory for australia glad maxwell to see his first ball Siraj bowls to him maxwell clobbers a ball out to square leg a dive on the boundary to save it they'll come back for a second and australia has won the world cup a sixth championship victory, and surely none greater than this. In the most partisan, intimidating environment that this tournament has ever seen, Australia has quashed all of India in one night. It's victory by six wickets. It's led by Travis Head. And the players have stormed the grounds, and they stand alone. Pat Cummins, it's a crowning moment in this calendar year at the World Cup to the World Test Championship. Plenty of crowning moments this year, Pat Cummins, and we'll go through all of those, but beating India in India in the World Cup final, a team that was unbeaten up until that stage, and the way that they did it, where they did it, and how they did it has to rank it as one of our greatest, if not the greatest, win that we've seen. Is it our greatest year? You'd argue that as well. What I saw was a win for the professionalism of the Australian squad, not just the Australian side, but the Australian squad across the entirety of the World Cup. Their fielding, especially at the back end, was superb. First class professionalism on display. Their intent in the South Africa match and the way that they spoke about that intent was delivered in spades especially in the field. If defence in rugby league is an attitude, fielding in cricket is the attitude that shows the way. And that's exactly what Australia did. They did their homework. The spinners and seamers were better at daytime. They struggled at night. They did their homework. All teams, all nations do their homework. But Australia looked as though they stayed up later, looked as though they spent more time with their heads in the computers and in the books and going through the stuff that matters, the 1%. They played to the conditions. The slow deck suited India. Australia made it suit them. The 92,000 that were there suited India. Australia shut it out. They played to those conditions. The bravery was extraordinary. Now, this is sport, but you still got to be brave in sport, especially on this stage. Pat Cummins bowling first last night, that was brave. Brad Haddon on the Fox Sports coverage, was shocked straight away. A lot of people were. It was a brave call, and it wasn't just the first one that Patty Cummins made. And then there's patience. You think about the patience throughout the tournament. Go back to David Warner. We were 0-2, and we were written off. They got off to a shaky start, and it was shaky along the way as well, but they were patient. They were patient with Travis Head. They could have replaced him, but they knew how important he was. He sat around in Adelaide and recuperated and they didn't replace him because as soon as they did, he could not play a part in the World Cup. They were patient with Manus Labashane. Manus or Marcus? Manus or Marcus? They went Manus almost every single time. They were patient with Josh Inglis over Alex Carey. They were patient with Cameron Green. Just sit down, young fella. Your time will come. Tournament play. They lost the first two They had some dramas, some big dramas along the way with injuries. Glenn Maxwell falls off the back of a golf cart. I mean, who would have seen that coming? Mitchell Marsh had to return home after the passing of his grandfather. And they knew that this was a tournament. This is the kind of stuff that comes throughout a World Cup. And with that comes momentum. And they played their momentum beautifully. Plus, never write us off. You wonder what they had written on the wall inside the dressing room or the team room, wherever they were as they crisscrossed the country. Never write us off. Were they written off earlier this year? Absolutely. Were they written off earlier this tournament? 100%. And here they are at the end. You put all that together, and I reckon you're looking at probably the greatest win the Australian cricket team has put together in a World Cup. We'll go through all the numbers in a second, I'll take you through the statistics of how it played out, and I want you to have your call this morning. We're going to open up the lines to you. One 70 is that open line number. So pick up the phone and celebrate with me. Call it with me, and confess if you need to with me. Did you write them off early? Did you think they made the right moves? Were well, you second-guessing Paddy Cummins like he was second-guessing the pitchers earlier on in this tournament? Let me know this morning. I'm going to open up the lines to you this morning. It is your call. one three hundred We've got a fair bit to get through. I'll take your call any time, but especially coming up after the 9.30 news, it's all yours. Open slather. Go for your life. In rugby union, big drama overnight. Hamish McLennan ousted as rugby Australia's chairman, former Wallabies, centre Daniel Herbert is the new man in charge I'll take you through how that all played out in rugby league Michael Maguire in the news Benji Marshall Jerome Luai in the news Matty Moylan in the news as well in Formula One the post-mortem of the Vegas show begins great race but what about the place Max Verstappen wasn't too happy about it but he was happy to take the victory and it was a pretty good race in the end I sat and watched the entirety of it under lights very cold over there in Las Vegas, a very different style of show, but it's one that Formula One had to have. And amongst all that, we'll do the Monday Sports Scoreboard as well. NFL going on, NBA going on. We've got uh, basketball to recap with Chris Pongrass, the Sydney Kings CEO. Tennis, of course, with Brett Phillips, host of the First Serve. Tom Decent from the Sydney Morning Herald Nine Newspapers will have all of the latest on what's happening with Rugby Australia, you just wonder how much further it has got to bottom out and whether or not they've made the right move here. So Australia win their sixth World Cup with that six-wicket win. Here are the numbers. India, all out for 240. Rahul, 66. Coley, 54. Rohit Sharma, 47. Early days, it was one heck of a worry. Stark ended up with three for 55. Pat Cummins, two for 34. Josh Hazelwood, two for 60. Remember what I said to you in the last match? Those three collected eight wickets. Those three last night, seven wickets. Glenn Maxwell with one, Adam Zampa with one for 44. Then Australia come out and it got shaky. At one stage, they were three for 47. Until Travis Head and Manus Labashain got together. Travis Head, 137 off 120 balls, 15 fours, four sixes. Marnus there again, 58 not out, played the rear gunner role beautifully off 110 balls. Warner went for seven, Marsh went for 15, and Steve Smith went for four. Could have reviewed it along the way. So that makes the 2023 World Cup sit alongside the 1987, 99, 2003, 2007, 2015. That's six wins in eight finals appearances. Perspective around that? The next best, West Indies and India have won twice each. Six wins from eight finals, four clear of the next best. Australia have now won five of the last seven World Cups. And in 2023, they've won the World Test Championship final, retained the ashes with all of that drama, and now hold the World Cup. Travis Head, player of the match in the World Test Championship final, player of the match in the World Cup final scored centuries in both and becomes the first player to do so. Their 192-run partnership, Hed and Labashane, is the second highest in men's ODI World Cup finals behind a record that's unlikely to be broken. You maybe think of Ricky Ponting and Damian Martin when they put 234 unbroken against India back in 03. And India have become something of the perennial runners-up on the world stage. They've not won a World Cup since 2011. They've never beaten Australia in a World Cup final. And since winning the Champions Trophy in 2013, they've been runners-up in the T20 World Cup in 2014, in the Champions Trophy, in the World Test Championship final twice, and now the ODI World Cup. So runners-up, runners-up, runners-up everywhere. Robert Crash Craddock says this is... Our best World Cup win. He says the victory over England in 87 was special because it was so unexpected. Wins in South Africa in 03 and West Indies in 07 stood out because they were undefeated. England 1999 had a mighty late surge and in 2015 Australia sparkles eternally because it was at home. But this was surely the greatest win, he said. It wasn't one thing, it was everything. Pat Cummins' bravery at the toss, the fielding, heads' brilliance, the clever slow balls on the slow pitch, Cummins' bowling and bowling changes, Marnus's magic, the pitch, the crowd, planning, poise and exceptional bravery. It had everything. Well said, Crash Craddock. Let me know your thoughts on that. one one 1170 is the open line number, or 0457-736-736 is the text line. So the states have won the battle for power in Rugby Union, kicking out Hamish McLennan as chairman of Rugby Australia. Late last night, Hamish McLennan told a journalist, will the RA board stand up to a few states? The answer was no. Queensland, ACT, Western Australia, Tasmania, South Australia and Northern Territory came together to demand McLennan's resignation late uh, last night, which is when they got it, well, they didn't get his resignation as chairman. He was sacked as chairman and then resigned completely from Rugby Australia. So let's think about that for just a second. New South Wales did a deal where all of their high performance would come under the centralisation of Rugby Australia last week, and the other states didn't want to be didn't want a part of it, didn't want a part of what Hamish McLennan was proposing. They're still saying that they're backing that they're backing uh, the centralisation system. But you've got Northern Territory, South Australia, Tasmania, Western Australia. There's four states outside of Queensland and the ACT. Four states that have come together to remove the chairman here. Now, with the calls that Hamish McLennan has made since he was chair elected in May 2020, then there's obvious points to raise. However, he did secure the 2027 Men's Rugby World Cup and women's rugby world cup after that but he also sacked dave rennie in january and appointed eddie jones he also signed joseph sualii on 4.8 million deal uh 4.8 million dollars worth of a deal when they've got no money Failed to secure private equity funding the code is 90 million dollars in debt they've got a plan to get out of it but now that plan's going to rest with daniel herbert who is the new chair and phil war of course who is the ceo what's next for Rugby Australia. Let me know your thoughts on that one. Tom Decent will take us all the way through that. And Formula One, the Las Vegas street race. So was it a winner or not? Max Verstappen claims his 18th win of the season. That's 53 career wins. Puts him alongside Sebastian Vettel. Charles Leclerc was just amazing last night or yesterday afternoon in the Ferrari and got second place in the end. Sergio Perez could have had it, but he was overtaken on the last lap. Oscar Piastri finished in the points in 10th. And also got a point for the fastest lap at the back end of the race. And Daniel Ricardo, their car struggled in the cooler conditions. You go back to the first practice session with the manhole cover incident with Carlos Sainz, which was terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And it was, at that stage, a debacle. The biggest debacle was when they held practice after that at 2am and kicked the crowds out at 1.30 because of a whole heap of regulatory reasons. But in the end... The racing was superb last night. Now, manhole cover incidents are not specific to Formula One. They're a fact of racing on street circuits, and that's part of the whole thing. They should have got it right, but they didn't, and it could have been a lot worse. So there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes to try and figure out whether or not this was a, a raging success, a roaring success. I reckon the race was... Everything else that went around it, I'm not sure about that, but we weren't there. So it'll be really interesting to hear from those people that were there, that got around Vegas, that saw it or didn't see it. Those that were kicked out at 1.30 in the morning after paying all of that money were understandably absolutely peeved and have also put together some sort of class action, I understand. But, hey, that's America. Litigate your life away. The sphere played a massive part in it, which is something I predicted under lights was spectacular, but having a race and all those practice um, scenarios going on. So either late at night or in the practice case early in the morning or late in the morning, is that really going to give you penetration into the U S market? Well, they've had their shot and I think it was a pretty good one overall so we'll hear from the major players after that. But if you watched it yesterday, let me know your thoughts on 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736. 736 is our text line number. It's your call this morning, folks. Let me know what you think about Australia's World Cup win. Like I said, it's a great day to be a sporting nation, and even better to be your sporting station right here on SEN 1170 AM in Sydney.